Lund, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away. Whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoy Lean. DeCam says, give me that. A pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way. Bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around. Corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Halfway down, halfway to go. It's unlike any other. The UMAC podcast, YMRL, Ryan Mitchell. Seven more games to decide our playoff fields. Ryan, how are we doing tonight, my man? We're, we're getting down to business, Wyatt. I'm getting a little nervous. It's getting hot and heavy. Oh. Can we make it another oh, month? I, 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 we don't really have a choice. We got to keep going. We must uh, go on, and thankfully, uh, they're going to be playing, as far as we know, coming up this Saturday. Like you said, not Friday, though. It's that weird week. Well, I guess some teams are playing Friday, maybe, but uh, not the conference I, games. Yeah, I don't think anyone is. Why, would that well, even Superior, be prudent? Superior is playing. On Friday, though? They're playing Finlandia, according to the UMAC schedule, on the men's side. You're totally right. I just wow. So, okay, you know, Coach Polkowski when, rolling the dice. Well, you gotta wow. you gotta play. You get you get better <laughs> when you play. Am I right, Ryan? I mean, but the night before a showdown in the UMAC. I, I mean, all jokes aside. I, I don't know. Find, Maybe we're gonna find out. We'll, we'll find out. There's gonna be some criticism, is what you're saying, if they if they show up flat on Saturday. <laughs> I mean, it would be a thought. I mean, everyone would be thinking. Nah, about I'm not. It. I'm not even gonna go there with that. We'll leave it there. But uh, you're right. Not not a whole lot going on on Friday because you're playing your travel partner this week, and like they did at the start of the year, and then after that, we'll have our full Friday Saturday slate moving forward. So it's a little bit of a quicker preview here this week because we only got eight games total to go over and before we hop into them we'll throw out the information I like to do it right off the top we have started to get a little bit more interaction here and there if people do have questions for us uh, want some information about us just want to ask a question whatever it may be UAO, the UMAC at gmail.com. Ryan got logged back in tonight right before we hopped on because he got logged out. So he'll he'll be able to look at it. I check it periodically as well. You can send your questions there. We're also on Twitter, unlike any other, the UMAC. So you can check it out there as well. We post links to the podcast there when we remember. I, I totally forgot that one time. So uh, that was on me. Still got it out you, before you like, the games. You like to do polls every once in a blue moon. Well, I mean, rumor I, is you may do more of them me, in February. You're, you're, I don't. Making, you're making me feel bad about <laughs> myself because i wanted to start that we did like one or two right away when we started this and we really haven't hey, gone back there's to it. still time Th- there this is. is the best there time is. to do it people you're, are more engaged right. now than ever they are I hungry for content now i feel like i have to do it and, and if i don't you're going to be disappointed in me or something you know you're, you're putting we'll just, a lot on me that's all i'm saying i'll let you take the information and do with it what you please all right enough of our bantering back and forth uh we did fill up a couple minutes of time off the top though so i guess that's uh take take that how you want it for our listeners but do you want to remind the people of the just overwhelming lead that you have over me before we start our predictions yeah i mean five games isn't overwhelming (laughs) but i guess to you it is i guess you're getting desperate already we'll see if that uh, shows in your picks but i still think i have a chance i know you're very confident though no i think you do as well you're the one that's playing the underdog role and nobody's giving us a chance i mean this is like kirby smart telling the guys we were gonna go seven and six this year at georgia football and they believed him so is that what you're trying to do for yourself, is say that well, I don't have a chance? Georgia never had as big of a deficit as I have right now. I mean, they, they never really faced any true adversity. I don't know. I'm, seeing, I, I'm, I'm facing a little adversity remembering right Remembering one game in particular, but, you know, say say what you want. So Yeah, no one remembers that night in Columbia, Missouri. I mean, that was – they were just screwing around. You even said it yourself. They were just – they were bored, Wyatt. They were now bored. Now looking back on it, I'm glad they gave me that uh, little <laughs> bit of a scare, I guess, in, in the middle of the season like that so no I'm 41 and 15 you are 36 and 20 and the one thing I wish we would have done from the start and who knows maybe producer Bauman can do this for us because I'm not going to go through and check game (laughs) by game but I wish I could see and it wouldn't even take that long to tally up but what my record is on just the men's side and just the women's side you know what I mean like to see where do my wins come from where do my losses come from is one of us excelling in one spot or another so maybe producer Bauman will take care of that for us 
I could do the math on the fly if you keep talking, but uh, well, yeah, we gotta get to keep we talking. we we gotta get to the games at some point. There's only so much time I can fill here, so uh, we're we're gonna start on the men's side. Like you said, you're five games back. We're at the point where we're at the halfway mark of the season. Do you want me to pick first? Uh, are we too soon to be doing that? Where you want to decide if you're gonna pick opposite? I'm more than happy to pick first if you want me to, but but it doesn't matter to me. Let's let's just try it this week. You know why not? I I wouldn't complain. I'll, Let, hey, let's I'll have give you, you go first. I'll give you the opportunity if you see a 50-50 game or something and you want to go opposite. I'll give you that right. So I'll go first on all of these predictions. Like I said, we'll start on the men's side because they are the ones that play first this year, and then the women's games uh, follow. You got Crown at Morris, Wisconsin Superior. I don't know why I said Wisconsin Superior. We know them as Superior. It's because I'm looking at the UMAC website and, and I see. Does anybody call them Wisconsin Superior? Uh, that is their name. It, it yeah. is, but like. Everybody just calls them superior, so that, that threw me off when I said it. But they're at Northland, Bethany Lutheran at Martin Luther, and then Northwestern at North Central. And honestly, I, I say we just go from top to bottom. So let's start with a banger crown at Minnesota Morris. This is a big rematch. Obviously, all these teams have played each other once now up to this point. But a lot is on the line here with quite a few of these games this week, and this one no exception. So I'll go first, like I said. Crown sitting in the standings, coming into this matchup, they'll be 2-5. and five. Morris is 4-3. and three. Morris won the opener. So if they win this one, Crown is going to have a really tough time. Uh, more than likely, well, automatically actually, now looking at it, they would be back three games, that means, going into the final six. So they lose this game, and you could almost kiss their playoff chances goodbye to a certain extent. It's almost a must-win for them. Cade Carroll's been back. He's starting to get healthier, starting to play better. They've gotten some improvement from other guys as the season's gone along. There is one thing we didn't mention on the recap, though, last week, Ryan, and, and we don't know yeah. what's going on. Michael Ladd did not play in either of their games this past week yep. so again we don't know what the deal was with that we don't have a ton of intel on that but that is something to keep an eye on coming into this one for Morris again to me it comes down to can they continue to defend at a high level and give themselves a chance in these games that's the difference between this Morris team this year compared to years past is the way they defend their grit kind of never out of it they they really don't get blown out as we've seen this year and a lot of teams in the past for the Cougars have been known to maybe lay over and allow that to happen at times can they find a way to once again just keep winning, even if they're maybe not the most talented team on the floor, because I think you could argue Crown has more talent, but that doesn't necessarily tell the whole story. I think Crown's more but, but, desperate coming into this game, and, and I'll let you get say, to your butt in a second. Okay, go ahead. You're good. I'm just going to, since I already started it, I think Crown wins. I think they're more desperate, and I think they're going to find a way to come on the road and again, playing with that revenge factor from the first matchup around, Cade Carroll will be in the lineup. I think Crown gets the win on the road. What was your butt that you were going to get to there? I'm sorry, Wyatt. So, so many times in sports we throw this out and we're like, uh, okay, what does that really mean? But I'm just asking you straight up, point blank period. Is this a must win for polar men's basketball Saturday in Morris? Yes Today. or no? As my as I always say, I think I've used this one on the pod before. It's an M U S and the T. I'm getting ready to cross it. Okay, not quite there. There you go. It's about ninety ninety five percent, not a hundred percent, because obviously they could win out, like go six and zero, even though that's probably not going to happen if they lose this one and still make it. But if you go down three games, because you know Morris has the tiebreaker too. That's the other thing to factor yep. in here. Northwestern's yep. also in front of you at four and three, and they have a huge matchup, which we'll uh, get to here in a little bit. There's a lot that would need to happen. So I would say it pretty much is, but I guess you can't 100% say it's a must-win necessarily, I guess. Well, and then the teams that you would – okay, if, if they lose to Morris, it's going to be tough to overcome them. Not only do you still have Superior then, you have them on the road. And then, you know, mm -hmm. you get Northwestern and Bethany at home. So there is potentially a path. I'm saying it, point-blank period, this is a must-win. Sure. If Crown will be in the postseason this year and be playing in the UMAC tournament, so long as they don't, you know what, Wyatt? They can't pull what they did last year, can they? At this point, and say everyone's in. They would have had to do that like two weeks ago, right? I if they do that, <laughs> I'll I'll be a little upset personally because it's we'll it's have like, an emergency pod. <laughs> well, we will, and, and again, we haven't really had to do any emergency. They're not going to do it. Year. I'm kidding. They're, they're, they're not, not do that. Or, or at least they shouldn't. But if they do, I don't think it's really fair to some of the other teams personally. No. That's that's where I am on no. it. So. So you're saying it's a must-win for them, so do they get it? What what do they have to do to get it, and does it happen? Yeah, worth noting, 
first time that they played this season because for all these matchups that we're talking about tonight, Wyatt, squads have already played each other once. You went through the round robin, or I mean, whatever term you want to use, I guess, that culminated end of the day Saturday last week when you had played all of the other teams in your league, that being the other seven. So now you're on the returning the favor for each and every club in the UMAC, if you will. First matchup out at the WAC on the 7th of January earlier this month. It's one where we thought Cade could be back. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. You talk about more since they held crown to 65, and it's another tight win for them. They win by seven on the road. Now they're at home, but it is interesting, Wyatt, to look at this Minnesota Morris Cougars club. We've talked about it in the past. Do they prefer to be on the road, Wyatt? I mean, do you think Coach Grove would say if we could play the rest of our games this season on the road, should we just do it? I mean, it's kind of a shame because they have this gorgeous new home court, like literally the court. I'm not talking about the atmosphere or anything, but like the actual court, Wyatt. I don't know if you've seen the photos at, at Jim Gremmel's. I have, have not. You, have you seen the photos? I have not. Okay. You got to look those up in your free time. Okay. But just a lot better looking than the old court. I'll just put it that way. I mean, they are playing every game but two at home in the UMAC. This starts a stretch of their next five games are all at home. So think of it. They're like the inverse of Northwestern, basically, for the start that the Eagles had with five at home. It's going to be a lot of basketball in the home gym for the Cougars until the last weekend of the regular season where they'll head at Superior and at Northland College. So is that an advantage, though, Wyatt? I don't know. They, have, they haven't won a home game yet in UMAC play this season. All yeah, their wins I, have come on the road. Hard to read into it too much, I guess, in that aspect. I'm sure they'd like to play at home even though they haven't had success. And by the way, Ryan, I don't have a lot of free time, so I looked it up right now as you were talking, and <laughs> good. It, uh, it looks good. I, I got to admit, assuming Better these, than are, the the, old one? Well, assuming these are the newer pictures, because I can't even remember the, when, when I was there, where they got the cougar on, on the you know half court and, and the painted inside State the of Minnesota. Line. And yep, 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 Jim Gremmel's court. So I got to admit, thumbs up for that. Looks great. But no, they don't. They don't want to be on the road, even if they haven't been winning games. I, I get that you're just kind of joking around. It's fun to go on the that, road, though. It's fun. I'm sure they've got a lot of bonding in with all these road <laughs> trips. But uh, it's time to win some games at home. That this is a great chance okay. to do that and send a message right here. That's fair enough. Uh, you know what, though, combined with them being at home, Crown having Kid Carroll back, and an absolute sense of desperation to the highest level. I'm picking the desperate squad. I'm taking Crown as well. You took Crown too, correct? I did, and and again, for similar reasons that you said, there is some desperation factored in. I don't think I've ever heard somebody say they're picking against a team because they're home, though. Like, that's <laughs> that's got to be a first, I think. You said combined with the fact that they're home, and it, then you picked against up, them. It's all adding up, Wyatt. It's all adding up. That, that's a first. <laughs> that is a first. I'm not going to lie. So uh, we'll see if we're both I, correct. I think this is going to be a great game, though. This is a tough one to start on, honestly, Wyatt. We could look back at the eight games that are played this weekend when we talk at the end of the weekend and say this was the best game. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not where I would go for game day by any means, Ooh, but it's up really? there. It's up there. Okay. It, it would not be my selection. We'll get to that one in a little bit. So we both got crowned there. That should be a good one to recap, no question about that. The next one is Superior at Northland. I won't have as much to say about this one. Northland's in a very similar spot where, at this point, if they're to drop this game, go to 2-6, and six, I almost say this is a 100% must-win for them. Cause Do it. Y- 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 I, just, I am. I am right there. <laughs> Boom. It's done. This is a must-win for Northland with what they would have to overcome. Uh, and again, a lot of the other outcomes will play into this, but especially if Crown finds a way to win, let's say, uh, and they go down to them, too, and then they're a full game back from the sixth spot, even. That's just too much to overcome. So it's a must-win for Northland. Superior, on the other hand, they were one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in the conference there for a while. Took a little bit of a stumble last time out. How do they respond in this spot? I think Superior is going to go on the road, and I think they get things back on track here, and they get a win. I expect it to be close, though, because, again, there's some desperation here for Northland and the Lumberjacks. I think they know they need this game. Coach Sorensen will have his guys ready to go, but at the end of the day, I think Superior does enough, both offensively and defensively. Look for Javon Walker, my guy, and I'm not just saying it to try and speak it into existence for fantasy purposes, but I think he has a big game here and uh, does his thing. Superior gets the win. 
Yeah, third round pick. I mean, he's he's got to live up to the billing. He's got to live up to your hype for your squad right now. That really, really needs it this weekend. Well, but, from no. from that standpoint, I mean, let's just call it what it is. You're gonna win on the men's side. It's uh, not. It, hey, the fat lady isn't sinning yet. She may be warming her tonsils, but she has not opened her mouth yet. So, it. it uh, yeah, I'm just gonna. You know, I I appreciate that you always say there's a chance and you have optimism. It's like you're a Minnesota sports fan or something. But oh, yeah. <laughs> I I am ready to say, you know, I'll give you that one. If I can win the women's side and then win the predictions, I'll be happy with two out of three. What if I have two guys this weekend that get hurt? Then we will And you have a couple big performances. Okay, if that happens, because we need to talk about this still on the women's side, we need to pick new players then because it's not fair to either of us to have people putting up zeros, which, you know, you're obviously dealing I mean, with. You could just say though, and I'll, I'll take this one on the head. Like I just made some bad selections. Here's I still don't think unlucky. I'm dead. I still don't think I'm dead. Now the bigger story is the two players who were out for me last weekend. Are they back this weekend? Because one of them just yeah. isn't returning. Period. So well, yeah, we we'll we'll get to that later maybe. But no, I mean, it is not lost to me at all that I'm five back, and there are some spots where. If I feel like it's close to a 50 50, I may have to get a little desperate. We still got, you know, a month of basketball left. So mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I mean, I mm-hmm. set that all up. I can't do that here, Wyatt. I can't no. do that. I cannot go against the Jackets. I think they're going to be a little angry heading on the road and talking about teams succeeding on the road and liking to get on the bus and everything that that brings. I think the Jackets will welcome that. What happened last time they were on the road? Two big dubs at Morris, at Crown a few weekends ago. Trying to recreate that buzz away from home. Again, pardon the pun. I'm sorry. I think they come up with a victory wide, and I think they get their offense going. They score north of 75, maybe even north of 80. Heck, I'm saying it. They score north of 80 points on Saturday. They put up 79 at home against the Lumberjacks in the opening matchup on January the 7th. Bounce back performance for Superior. And Coach Sorensen, Lumberjack fans, Everything, including the everything, including the kitchen sink. Quiet. I mean, whatever you got to get rumbling into the Kendrigan Center coming into the ball game, and then you know, full court pressure, um, box and one. I, what whatever is up your sleeve, why you you got to do whatever you can to game plan to the moon for this thing, and anything that you've been thinking about trying that's maybe worked a little bit in practice, try it out. You've yeah. got to find a way to win this game, otherwise. Your postseason aspirations are, are down the drain if you're Northland. I agree. I think it's a must-win for them. So we're both on Superior there as well. So we're taking the road teams here in the first couple of matchups, which, you know, normally I like to stick with the home teams. But I do think both the road teams in this case are just flat-out better. And, and so it's hard to hard to go away. I shouldn't say that about Crown and Morris. I just have a gut feeling more so about Crown in that one. And then I think Superior is a better team than Northland, which is why, you know, I'm on them there. So with this next one, I'm, I'm going to stick with the trend of picking the away team because it's Bethany at Martin Luther. This is a TDW watch, I think, for Bethany uh, on the road. I'm trying to remember. I'm going to scroll up. Did they score 100 on them the first time they met? You bet they did. So I think it very well could happen again. Uh, okay, here's a little story for you before uh, you get into yours. I like stories. Go ahead. So for those that don't know, which everybody that listens you know, should know this by now, I'm still up in Crookston, Minnesota. I, I call a lot of high school sports, things of that nature. Well, I had a basketball game earlier this week. And let's just say one team was much better than the other. Talented, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. Complete mismatch. The team that was not quite as good, and I'm not going to get into the names or or whatever, the team that (laughs) was not quite as good thought it was a good idea to play into their game and run with them up and down the court. They're shooting threes, step backs, pulling up. They want to run with them. They thought it was a great idea. Final score ended up being 88 to 29. (laughs) So my advice to the Knights is this. Slow the game down. Do whatever you can to try and keep it as close as you can for a while. Don't get sped up. Don't think you have to shoot early in the shot clock or four shots up because you can get them. Be patient enough to do that. You're at home. Maybe you can get something going your way early on, and the longer you can keep it close and hang around, the better chance you'll have, and maybe a little bit of pressure and and tightness will come over Bethany. That's all I could say for the Knights in this one. Don't get this into a track meet. It's hard not to. I get it, but you can't do it. You have to find a way to slow this game down if you can. 
And uh, if you don't, you're going to be in for a long day. Bethany wins the game, and I think they win comfortably. Yeah, those are some good notes, Wyatt. I mean, I would say that's the little bit of discipline that you have to have. But otherwise, I mean, you come in, you can be as loose as ever. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. Go out there and have fun. And for the guys who this is their last year of playing, enjoy the last month-ish that you have on a Friday night. Friday night. Why did I say Friday night? Saturday. There's no games on Friday this week, Ryan. Quit Same thing, though. I mean, Saturday, uh, Friday night. I mean, they both work. Yeah, it'll uh, it'll be bumping a little bit, hopefully, uh, in New Ulm, and uh, just just enjoy the moment. And I know that gets tougher if you're falling behind, and you know, in a spot where it's going to be tough to come back in the second half, like we've seen a number of times this year for Martin Luther. But uh, just enjoy it as much as you can. And yeah, I think this is one for Bethany where it's not going to feel like it did last weekend in Mankato. Wyatt knees are bent, arms are heavy palms were sweaty and they found a way to pull out a few games but I, I don't think any of that is gonna happen this weekend for bethany lutheran tell you what you are uh with the puns tonight and the sayings the songs all of that i mean you're but you've been on a roll it seems like the last couple of weeks i tell you it's inspiring stuff we have got northwestern at north central to close out the men's side this is where i would set up if we had our game day show which yeah. who knows maybe we'll be coming you know to a gym near you in 2023 hey, hey, 2024 yeah if, if folks want to help us do this in the future or even end of this year drop us a note tweet us email yeah, us we can I mean, start the campaign i w- let's start the campaign if you really want to make this reality you, the listener, and why you've talked about a few things where we can take this to the next level. We're, we're legit serious to these conversations. So if you folks want to take it to the next level, let's talk. Sorry, that's quick PSA. You continue. Yeah, I'm serious about it just like you are. You, you're the one that thinks, you know, it's going it, to – it's possible. I, I think it is. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I just – I it, it's going to take a lot. So if people are interested, please help us, I guess, is what we're trying to say. <laughs> we, we, we need help if, if it's going to happen. We can't do it ourselves. So hopefully somebody drops us a note, I guess. But anyways, Northwestern's at North Central. This is a monster game. Still would have been, no matter what happened the last time out for these two teams. Not against each other, but even on Saturday last week and, and the results that took place. Because North Central, we didn't give them a ton of a chance at Superior. And maybe rightfully so at the time because of how well Superior was playing. But they go in there and they beat the team at the time that was probably the hottest team in the conference. So they're turning heads a little bit. Now they get a chance to take on Northwestern in their gym. Can they get this win, stay in front of the Eagles, and who knows, depending on how some of the other results shape up, they could even be tied with Bethany if the Knights pull off the upset of the year for first place at the end of the day. So there's a lot on the line here for North Central. For Northwestern, this is a crucial game, Ryan. We were talking before we hopped on, one of the more important games that they have had as far as, you know, seeding-wise and playoff purposes go in a long, long time. So this is a big game for Coach Gross and Northwestern. lot to think about here leading up to this one with it being just the one game this week. D- don't pick the game yet. Don't pick the game. Sorry, I'm I have not, to cut you off. I'm not. You're not doing that yet. Okay, continue. Well, no, now I, I was going to get into my prediction, but uh, okay. you want to say something? I just have to make sure you know the context. Okay, so they're doing they're doing coaches versus cancer at okay. Clark Danielson, okay, and they're raising money for that, and that's obviously a great cause. And North Central is breaking out, Wyatt, and we've talked about these in the past, not this year, though. The baby blues are going to be on full display. Big horn sheep. Those jerseys, you remember those that they debuted? I, I think I last think I season do. was the first time. I think so, I do. So I just want you to know that coming in because that's different than if you walk out there in your home whites. Okay, it like we have to know the whole picture going into this game. Maybe that adds a little extra swagger and shooting ability for North Central, and maybe it's easier to ice out the Eagles wearing that shade of blue. So I just wanted you to know that before you made your pick, because if you if you were thinking they were going to walk out wearing the home whites, it's not happening. So continue. So now that I know that. I'm going to take Northwestern in this game. It's not because of the jerseys. So don't don't act like that's the case, people. Don't get upset at me or anything. I think Northwestern wins the game. Again, a little bit more desperate. It's also a team just from top to bottom from a talent perspective. I still think Northwestern can play better than they have. There's There's been a lot to be desired there still as the season's gone along. And I think they're starting to play a little bit better as well. So they, they come out and, and they take it to Northland kind of to say, hey, we're, we're serious the rest of the way here. They're a lot 
loss to Superior, keep in mind, Ryan, I mean, they played horrible. Uh, you could argue offensively in that game, give Superior credit, you know, for what they did defensively, but they still lost the game in overtime by three. So, so Northwestern's not that far off from really being a tough, tough team uh, to, to beat, and, and they already are a tough team to beat, but as the season goes along, they could get right back into the mix, I think, as a championship-type team, and, and I think it starts now. Back half of the season, you focus on that. It starts here against North Central. I think they go in there on the road, and they beat the Rams. A huge win for them to get them tied with North Central at 5-3 and three, heading into the last six games. It's a big win. You mentioned Swing Saturday. Uh, last weekend, we don't really have a name for this weekend, but this is a swing kind yet. of game. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good point. But you, this... you like to come up with those, so I'll, I'll let you stew on that. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and think about it. But it's a swing kind of game because if Northwestern loses this game, they're going to be in a tough spot to get anywhere higher than the four seed. You know, the rest of the way and potentially be on the verge of, you know, maybe even missing out on the playoffs this year. So this is a big game for them. North Central on the flip side, they want to try and give themselves as much breathing room as possible. They want to continue to make a statement. Maybe they feel like they're not as appreciated still as they should be throughout uh, the season and how it's been going for them and Coach Becker in his first year. So a lot on the line in this one. I think it's the most appealing matchup this week. Crown and Morris is a close second, and I think Northwestern is going to come on the road get a win, and I actually think they win this one convincingly, Ryan. That's my surprise no. pick of the week. I think they win it convincingly. Okay, that's good that you're providing more context because I'm going to make you take it a, a step further here. Huge, huge matchup wide. I agree with you on that, okay? So there are levels to this, but if Northwestern were to lose this game, is one of the red lights flashing? Or, I mean, where are we at? Because if they lose this game, they fall to 4-4. Four and four. Mm-hmm. You're not out of it by any stretch of the imagination. But remember, after this weekend, the next two for Northwestern, on the road next weekend, you're at Morris, a club you already lost to this year. And you're at Crown, a club that you beat, but Cade Carroll wasn't on the floor, and that's a tough spot to play on the road in a place that they've had some issues in the last couple of years. I'm not saying they can't win that game, but just... A couple tough games still on the horizon after this one. So I'll turn back around to the question. Is one red light flashing if the Eagles lose this game? I think it already, you could argue, is flashing a little bit just because of the way they played the first half of the season. So I'd say they're almost already there, to be quite honest. So, yeah, if they lose this one, get the second one ready as well. That's totally fair. All right, I'm going to ask you another question here because you think they're not only going to win, but win convincingly, okay? So reminder to folks who maybe forgot, and I know Eagles and Rams fans listening are saying, we already know, we're well aware, but context is important, okay? So January the 7th, first meeting between these two clubs. It was also that weekend where it was the only matchup coming off the long winter break, okay? North Central wins 64-54. They out-rebound Northwestern. They're plus four, 43-39. I... Look back earlier when it was this matchup, and I haven't looked back since, so I forgot. My apologies for that. But the last time, I don't know the last time before that matchup, Wyatt, that North Central not only won at Northwestern, which, you know, I think the last time was 2016, but out-rebounded them. Like, when's the last time that's happened, okay? Also, the Rams hold the Eagles to just 36% from the field, and Northwestern just shoots 3 of 21 from deep. Also, just 7 of 13 from the free throw line. So, what's going to be different this time, Wyatt? Because now North Central's at home, and they're the ones who are feeling pretty good about the spot they are in, feeling confident after a really good weekend last weekend. Northwestern coming off of a split. I mean, there's clearly a ton on the line for both sides, but what is specifically going to be different for Northwestern this time around that has you feeling they're not only going to win, but they are going to do it did you say handily or convincingly? I want to. I want to quote you correctly. Well, both both <laughs> apply, but it, I said convincingly. Okay. So you just want to know why I believe that, basically, is what, what what's going to be different? Prognosticate a little bit. What's going to be different this time around? Well, I was gonna. I was curious to see what your prediction was going to be, so that you could no, maybe no, do pl- this please, for flesh me. This but out. if, if yeah. you want me to flesh it out, I guess I can. So. Keep in mind, when you look at their box score against Northland, what's one of the big things that sticks out to you about Northwestern? Kyle Kamink. Best game of the year, by far. And I still think he, he could be a massive role for this team down the stretch as far as what he can do offensively. I think he can start scoring 
not at you know the rate where he's scoring 34 a game, but in the 20s consistently and, and be efficient. And, and they may need it potentially. And they might need it. And, and I think he has another big game. I, I, I still think, you know, and who knows? Remember, he missed a couple games earlier this year too. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? And, yep. and so maybe he's finally getting to the point where he feels comfortable. There's a difference between being 100%, Ryan, and also being comfortable with with yourself out on the floor and, and after you've gone through some injuries like he has. Maybe he's at that point again. I also think their younger guys are maybe starting my guy Parker Bainey from Elk River specifically. Maybe he's finally getting comfortable as well. He had his best game against Northland also. What a, what a story for him, Wyatt. He, he's just the starting point guard now. Who would have thunk coming into the season we'd be sitting at this well, point in the year and he's just straight up the starting point guard? Yeah, I wouldn't have thought he'd be the starter by any means. I knew the kid was talented, though. I mean, I knew he was going to get his opportunities and play, and he's taken advantage of them at times. And, I mean, for some other reasons, he kind of got thrown into that position to begin with. But he's capitalized and, like I said, played his best game against Northland recently so they got guys that are starting to play better you know what you're going to get from Henry and Caleb inside and I think Northwestern is going to get to the point here in the back half of the season where it all comes together they're working well together everybody's going to start playing their best basketball so more than anything that's why I think they win this one convincingly I just think it's all going to start coming together when is it not for Northwestern so part of me wants to believe it's still going to happen even if maybe you know it, it doesn't necessarily look like it will or the stats don't back that up because history tells us they do always find a way to get it rolling even when they do struggle at times which hasn't been rare yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of great stuff there Wyatt I you know I know it doesn't work this way so I understand but I, I would really like to see the first five or ten minutes of this game before making this pick and obviously that's not reality of what we're dealing with Northwestern has to match the physicality on both ends. And I didn't think that I would be saying this about this matchup if you asked me about it two months ago. But they got to match the physicality on both ends of the floor, and they got to tell North Central it's going to be different and harder on the glass, and we're going to be tougher to defend. Now, North Central did a great job. I mean, the Eagles have been, you know, looking at film and trying to figure out ways where they can scheme differently. And, you know, some of that too is you could say they had an off shooting day, but, you know, North Central's defense had a big part to do with that. So, how do you scheme against their defense? And if you're Northwestern, how do you find a way to say there is no way that we are losing the battle on the glass again? All credit to North Central. And you could say that they even like more of their chances because they're in their friendly confines and they're in their own barn. And that that is worth something. And you know what? I hope it's buzzing at Clark Danielson and it's a great atmosphere because this matchup deserves it, Wyatt. Mini versus Paul. It's not a UMAC semifinal like we've seen a few times over the last couple of years, but this is about as big as it gets for late January with what's on the line in this matchup. So Eagle fans, Rams fans, get out there and, and make this a, a great crowd. You're sitting on the other side just saying, get on with it already. Make your prediction. You take Northwestern. I mean, when you say convincingly, Wyatt, are we we talking ten plus points? Yeah, double digits. Eight, eight point, double digits. Double digit victory. If if it's baby blue against if the Eagles wear their purples, I it's a I, great uni matchup. It, it's gonna look nice. It is. You keep going back to. I don't think that'll have anything to do with the game itself, though. But it's appealing for the fans. Why it can I mean, be. if you're it if you're be. just coming to watch some just you know whatever white jerseys against some other blah jerseys. I mean, it it just you know raises it a little bit. I'll, I'll shut up about the uniforms. But this is fascinating to me. I think you're going to know a lot as a fan watching there in the stands or watching on the stream in the first five to seven minutes of this game how this thing's going to pan out. I do not see the Eagles again shooting three for twenty one from deep. I mean. They had that performance that sticks out, and then the one that we talked about in the recap pod, their performance at Superior in that loss this past Saturday, the one they're coming off most recently. Especially because of that, I just don't see, you know, actually that was Friday night. You're wrong, or I'm, I'm wrong, excuse me. You were correct because you're pointing out what happened Saturday against Northland. I'm in a total web right now. So you could say it's going to teeter-totter the other way, and Northwestern's not going to be absolutely red hot like they were against Northland. Okay, sure, that's fine. That was that was a different approach to the game than it was at Superior. It's just a different atmosphere. There's no getting around that. I don't see the Eagles again being that cold against North Central. They've already had a couple bad shooting performances just straight up this season. I don't know how good they're going to be, but they're going to shoot better. And I think it's going to be really, really tight at worst again in the rebounding battle. And I wouldn't be surprised if Northwestern takes that. I don't see this at all being a, a double-digit ball game either way. I would be very surprised because, to me, that means one of the big hitters, whether it be 
2K10 on the Eagles side or, you know, Caleb Hoyleen with how good he's been offensively or, you know, Filer on the Rams side or, you know, Cam Thomas, like one of those guys has a really bad performance or like an unbelievably great performance. Like I think when teams know each other so well in a matchup like this, things get crunched down more. I don't think the winner scores over 75 points. I think this is maybe not as defensive of a battle, but it's going to be really, really tight, high 60s, low 70s to end the game. Should I just stop rambling and pick it, though? Well, you see, you did what I did as well with this one where we talked way too much and we caught ourselves in a web, like you said, and eventually we both were spinning circles there. So, yes, make make your pick. I'm taking Northwestern, but it's by the slimmest of slim margins. I think they find a way to differently attack this Rams defense. They're going to shoot better from three-point range, and down the stretch, they're going to get a couple big buckets. No, not from 2K10. Caleb Hoyleen leads the way in scoring for Northwestern in this matchup, and this should be a fun one. I'll just leave it at that. But I think this is within no more than four points on either end. So don't make me look bad, guys. Make this a, a close game. Not that anyone cares what I think. You know, it's, it's interesting. It, it's like we use history to help us make these picks because I mean that's the only reason for us to pick Northwestern in this game right when you look at the numbers look at the two teams the way they played this year I mean everything would say North Central is going to win this game at home right well but but but, but, but what it they're they're so tight though if you get deep into the numbers but but also with North Central being home that would be all the more reason to pick them but here we are both taking Northwestern and I think history Northwestern has has had a lot of success in that building though I will say like you know, and they've had a lot of success on a lot of you know gyms on the road. So don't get me wrong, Rams fans. I mean, you have not been immune to that whatsoever. Like they've had a lot of wins in a lot of places in the UMAC. Okay, I, I hope it's an atmosphere unlike what they've seen in a while at Clark Danielson, and it, it is really, really a great atmosphere for that ball game surrounding it because it deserves it on Saturday. But it's it's going to be a big time battle, and the Eagles better be ready. I'll just say it: first five seven minutes, bring the physicality. Fight through the ball screens. Cut hard. One of my favorite college basketball announcers, Wyatt. Jimmy Dykes. Color commentator. Does a ton of SEC games. I knew you were going to say Jimmy. What does he say? Not just cut. Violent cut. Violent cuts. We're not. Cut with violence. We're not promoting violence on this (laughs) pod. He means it in the best way. He's a great guy. Phenomenal follow off the court. Well, you know, he proposed to his wife on the Arkansas logo. I don't know if you saw that. Really? Yeah, him and I knew he went to Arkansas. There's like a 60 second clip where there's like a review or something. So then they start talking about that. And it's, uh, it's, it's quite interesting. You'll have to look that one up, but. That's very funny, but no, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. First five to seven minutes of this game. Uh, should tell a lot, in my opinion. So let, let's let's get on with it and yeah, move on. Though. I was did we say, did we agree we, on every men's pick? We I did. believe so. So well, that was boring. You're not gonna make up ground that way. <laughs> uh, I'll just give it to you there. Not only that, we took all the road teams. I I can road uh, warriors. That is something that that doesn't happen very often. So we're we're in rare territory right here. Also, how is it every time Northwestern North Central play, especially at North Central, you're like calling out the fans, telling them they need to show up. I swear, every time we're talking I'm about encouraging. North Central, all I'm doing is encouraging because the players and the coaches deserve it. It's all it's all I'm doing. I agree. They deserve it. It's just it's it's funny. It's like you're always somehow that gets brought back up again, and you circle back to that when we're talking about North Central basketball. It's interesting. Where, wherever they are, it's on it's on the road it's too. True. It's on the road and it's at home. So that's true. So yeah. we managed so far to pick four games, and it's a good thing, I guess, we have just uh, eight to get to. It's like we almost knew we had less games, so we've been more in depth. We but, we uh, almost knew, yeah. Somehow we take the same amount of time with our preview episodes, regardless of the amount of games that get picked. I don't know if we plan it that way or if it just works out that way, but here we are. So We're just giving the people what they want, Wyatt. All right? I if hope they, it's what they want. If they load their podcast feed and this is, you know, 29 minutes, they're going to be like, what? What are we doing? What are we doing? Are these do these guys have some important dinner to get to or something? Nobody, I mean, what's happening? Nobody has a thirty minute drive to work. I mean, they they need they need they need more than that. Exactly, I hear you. So on the women's side, 
We're going to go in the same order. Crown at Morris, Bethany at, well, now it is listed different. I always have to catch myself. How, how does that work? How is it listed different on the women's side? Why wouldn't it be in the same order? I, I'm going fi- to finally get that answer. Can you, yeah, days. please, please <laughs> let me know when, when you do. I, I need answers to that. So we won't go in the same order. We'll go Crown, Morris, Bethany, Martin Luther, Northwestern, North Central, and then Superior, Northland. I'm still going top to bottom. So Crown at Morris on the women's side. And Oof. two... Two, yeah, exactly. With the way they line up in the standings now, both four and three, they've gotten there very differently. Morris has won five straight. They were 0-3 on the brink of, I mean, you know, I guess I don't know what word you could use for that. Uh, you disaster. Know, disaster. Yeah, it's not elimination because there was long ways Falling to go. Falling off the boat? I mean, what, what do you want the me to The boat was in? taking on water, and they kept rowing. <laughs> there you go. And here they are. So they believed in the system. They got back above water. They're four and three. Crown on the flip side. You're killing this analogy now. Keep going. I'm sorry. Crown on the other side of things. Different kind of four and three, if you get my vibe. You know, they they lost their most recent game. They had maybe a little bit of a slower start. Really picked up, caught fire there in the middle part of the first half of conference play. And now uh, they, they find themselves in the same spot as Morris going on the road. So... Very, very big game for both teams, and and that's the way it is for the majority of games, both on the men's and women's side here this weekend. Crown's going to have to continue to shoot well. It's no secret that's their recipe for success. It's what they've been trying to do all year. Hecox and Latsky specifically have to be the two, I think, that lead the charge once again. And what is it for Morris, Ryan, that we keep saying? Turnovers. Can they limit turnovers? Because if they can... They're only going to get better and take this to the next level. I mean, they're winning games, and they're still turning the ball over 22 times. Important to note, though, in their last game, and granted, Martin Luther didn't have one of their better players, if not their best player playing in this game, and it got out of hand early. They only turned the ball over nine times, though, so maybe they're already starting to figure that out a little bit. Morris at home, they're a force to be reckoned with right now. Outside of Northwestern, I think they're the second-best team right now on the women's side, so at home, yeah, I'll take the Cougars in this one. They beat Crown and get to 5-3. and three. Do you remember how this one ended at the Whack Wyatt? Yeah, well, so I don't remember. I remember it was a great, great showing, but I don't remember the specifics. You'll have to enlighten me. Morris ties the game with one second to go. It doesn't list it here, but I'm pretty sure, because otherwise I don't know how they would have got the ball up the floor. They had to. I, I just don't think it's listed where I'm looking right now. I think Crown called a timeout then. Because then Morris ties it with one second left, but Crown literally puts up a shot you, as the buzzer's going off, and it, they win the game. Can you advance it in women's? You can, right? That's a new rule, and I, I've been caught about four times this year on calls, and I'm like, oh, they call timeout. They'll uh, draw up their press break, and uh, we'll, we'll break the huddle and see what – no, no, they advance the ball. I, I forgot it a zillion times. i got to pound it into my brain. It, it is a new rule. It's a huge advantage, so – for all the coaches in this league, they, you know, you, coaches love to save a few timeouts anyway, Wyatt. I mean, head basketball coaches love nothing more than to have that little weight in their back pocket. It's like, yeah. you know, it's a comfy spot. They just yeah. need it there. Their pockets cannot be empty because there's always a good time down the stretch, whether you're up by eight, down by six, up by three, to have a timeout to use in the last couple of minutes. Okay, they always have them somehow, okay? Yes, it is a new three. If you call timeout, you can advance the ball. Okay. I don't I don't like the rule. I don't want to stick on this forever. Do wow. you like it real quick? <laughs> no, we're not going to get into it because you don't want to stick on it, and I know we'll start to argue about it. So go go ahead. But, but you don't like it either, do you? I'm not going to get into that right now okay. because right. you may right. not you hear the answer, answer you okay. want to hear. So go, <laughs> go ahead. Continue to go. Anyway, so fantastic finish. A thriller out in St. Bonnie. And this was the one that really – I mean, raised our eyebrows to new heights, you and I, when we talked on the recap pod that weekend. Like, okay, 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 Bridgeport Tussler, this program, this crown program, they they for real. How how high can you raise your eyebrows? I mean, I mean how 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 high can they get new heights? They I mean, they were curious. still like you know two three inches shy of your hairline, but they they were getting up there. That's so, impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. You're not wrong though. You're you're not wrong by any means. So that was a great stretch for Crown, and I mean they were in a groove at that time. But as you mentioned now, they're both four and three, so you can maybe throw that out the window a little bit if you'd like to do so. They take that win, and then they stay at home, and they pick up another pair of wins, and then they pick up another one on the road. Now they're coming in on a one-game losing streak, if you want to put it that way. Bethany broke it last weekend. So 
Morris got their run, Wyatt, coming back home. The run that they're on right now started with them finally getting back on their home floor. This is different than the men's side, and they could still beat Crown. So, you know, all jokes aside from what I said earlier. But, you know, Coach Grove's squad, Coach Tim Grove, that is, they really, really enjoy being at home. I think a little more than the guys' team. Yeah. So that being said, I think it's going to be a great matchup. And I agree with what you said, Why You've preached it left and right. I'm going to say it again. Especially Hecox and Latsky. Don't be shy. Let it fly. Go down shooting, all right? They got to shoot, I don't know what number it is exactly to win this ball game. Turnovers, that's how this thing's going to be decided. You talked about it before. It's a great point. First matchup between these two clubs. They turn over crown 20 times. Morris's defense, yeah, did a pretty good job. They coughed it up 22 times. I don't think that's going to happen again. At home, I think they keep it under 15 turnovers for their own side. I think they win the turnover battle. I think they win the game, but it is a tight one on Saturday in Morris. Very good. Are we going to, you know, hold on a second here. So we picked all the same ones on the men's side, correct? We did. I'm going first to give you the choice to pick against me. You know that, right? But I'm not taking advantage for some dumb reason. Well, is I'm that just what you're saying, alluding we, to? Is there a point for me picking first <laughs> if you're never going to pick against me? I mean, I may eventually, Wyatt. It, it may come eventually. Well, it might be this very next one, <laughs> Bethany at Martin Luther, because I'm not going to take the Knights here. I'm going to take oh, Bethany, I, and I know how you love your Knights, so you, you might pick against me here in this one. But the reason why is because you remember the first time they met, there you know, was a great opportunity, we thought, for Martin Luther to potentially win this game. Bethany had been on a little bit of a skid, and Bethany just blasted him yeah. and, and took it to him a little bit. Kind of a similar feel in this one with Bethany sitting at 3-4. and four. I think we both agree Martin Luther and Northland at this point pretty much out of the playoff picture. A lot would have to happen to go their way. So what does you know, what do the Knights have to play for in this game? And I get it. There's still seven games left, but it starts to wear on you when you lose one after another, one after another, you know, things start going against you. I think Bethany's going to win this game. They still have something to play for. I don't think it matters that it's on the road. And again, knowing what they were able to do the first time these two teams met, I really don't see it being much different. I don't know how Martin Luther is going to be able to shore things up. I still think Bethany can take advantage the same ways they did. And I'll take the Vikings to win this game on the road. Yeah, you know what, Wyatt, this is tough. I would really, really like to take Martin Luther. And we got the I advantage of, of of knowing that they played a game this week and they have one in between UMAC games last Saturday and it coming back here on this Saturday. It's Parents' Day, by the way, Wyatt, in case you didn't know, at the uh, LSC Gymnasium out in New Ulm on, on this Saturday. So parents, hope you come out. Anyway, they played Maranatha Baptist earlier this week. Why is that important? Well... Is Lydia fight I mean, back or not? Averaging 12 points a game, you could argue, I would argue, she's their best player. She didn't play. So that has so me thinking. <laughs> There's a pretty decent chance she's not back for this one. I hope I'm wrong. I hope she's back. But being even more skeptical about her availability in this matchup, I would like to pick them. And when everything's even Steven, I think they for sure can beat Bethany. I mean, what I saw with my own two eyes them a couple weeks ago, and then, you know, they didn't win that game, but the next day they beat North Central. Wait, if they can win at North Central, why can't they win home against Bethany? If Lydia Fight doesn't play, though, I don't think they win this game. So I would like to pick Martin Luther. If if someone can relay the information to us, we'll make an exception, Wyatt. I'm making an executive call on this one. If we somehow get info from someone listening to this, and they email or tweet us, before the game's on Saturday, you will allow me to switch my pick to Martin Luther. Deal? Negative. Negative. We, no? Oh, we talked. On. What do you mean? We talked about this. <laughs> I'm kidding. That yeah, would be unfair. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> that that would be totally unfair. It worked out for us, by the way, the other time when we knew that information. Yeah. So just saying. Yeah. I, I hope uh, Lydia fights back, but I don't have any reason to believe that she will be. So I can't consciously take Martin Luther. If she was, I would take the Knights. I think that is the difference. When you're missing your starting point guard who's averaging 12 points a game and is a difference maker, I think Bethany's got too much. And you know what? Just as soon as some of us around this conference want to say, ah, different Bethany, they're kind of dead, Coach Jones's club is going to be sitting at 4-4 four and four right in the thick of it once more. Tell you. 
Our, our predictions record this weekend is either going to be off the charts great or <laughs> it could be very bad because we got all the same picks so far. We got two more. You're telling me one of them is going to be different then? Is that your little hint right there? Depends on what you do, Wyatt. Well, <laughs> Northwestern's at North Central, and that's the next one. And again, this is where we would have our game day table set up for both the men's and the women's game, I think that would be the place to be. You always ask the question, if you were going to somehow lock me in a gym, force me to Get, sleep there. Yeah. You know, there's, I don't not know. A, there's not I, as many bleachers available there, though. When we've talked <laughs> the last true. two weekends I at would, Morrison at Superior, you got plenty of room. There's not are, as much well, room at Clark Danielson. Are, are I don't there know other, if you could get a comfy spot. Are there other people sleeping in there with me the night before? I mean, is that what you're saying? And, like... I don't know who could be mulling around. I mean, rumor is the night before a big game, Micah Filer likes to get in a shoot around for a home game at like midnight or 1 a.m. He likes to put up a few shots. They give him the keys and they say, dude, you handle them. You do whatever you want to get ready for this game. I don't know how I'm beating you in predictions when you have all this (laughs) intel and, and you're not sharing it with me. How have I never heard of this before? I thought it was just common knowledge. I thought I, I guess, shared that with you before. I guess not. I guess not. Or, or I'm just really out of the need to know, I guess, one, one or the other. But Northwestern is undefeated, as you may or may not know. Ryan, did you know that? They're, they're having a pretty good year right now. I, I think uh, Undefeated. Yeah, Are they going to stay that way this weekend? Somebody's O has got to go. Not this time. Oh, that means Northwestern's losing. That was, the case, that was the case the first time they met, correct? Or, or were they not? I, I feel like that was the game because I remember we said somebody who's always got to go in one of them, but it maybe was. I'm mistaken. They were both 2-0, and, and yeah, somebody's O did go, was, and it was, was North Central's. That was a big yep. one. That O for Northwestern is going to stay there after this oh, weekend. They're going to move to 8-0, really? and, and to me, uh, I'm ready to say they're going to lock up the regular season title when they win this one because they'll own the tiebreaker over North Central. There'll be three games up on them. Obviously, they currently own the tiebreaker over everybody else. Crown and Morris, they're both 4-3. and three. They play each other this weekend. So, uh, realistically, Ryan, if they win this game, they're, they're winning the regular season title. You know what I mean? So, that's what's at stake in this one I just uh, there's no rhyme or reason I'm not going to go through a bunch of stats to tell you why I think Northwestern is going to win or or anything from the first matchup I'll leave that to you if you want I just I I feel like Northwestern is still at, at the point where they can continue to get better continue to get better and we still haven't seen their best basketball and I know I keep saying that I sound like a broken record but I still believe it and I think the best is yet to come for this team I don't think North Central is going to be able to hang with them, even though it is on their home court. I think Northwestern comes in and they get the win. Again, this is a huge day for both the men's and women's programs for North Central. And I think Northwestern spoils it. They get a couple of big wins on the road. And uh, no, I'm not picking against them because we had that interaction with the North Central AD. I was happy that he reached out and, you know, we gave them their props. and, And now here we are picking against them once again. At least I am. So it's really going to look bad if North Central finds a way to win again this weekend. But I I do think Northwestern is going to get the job done on the road, and I'll take the Eagles in this one. We can handle it, though. If we look bad, we look bad. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. We've looked bad before on this. uh, Knock the naysayers. Yeah, knock the naysayers. I mean, we're we're more than open for it. And from everything I'm hearing you say, Wyatt, and how you talked about the men's game and now the women's game, I mean, 1400 Elliott Avenue. That's the place to be Saturday afternoon. I agree. So who are you picking? <laughs> I, I still I haven't gone against you this whole time. I'm five games down. Maybe I should start panicking because there's only about a month of games left. But I started counting up and I started realizing why there's actually a lot of basketball left. I don't there need is. to panic. Well, you, you're making me believe I have to panic. I don't no, think I have no, to. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to. But do the math. 56 games in the first half. That means you got 56 chances in the second half. You just got to find six games you feel really confident in, and then you could just yeah. pick the same as me the rest of the way. You could beat me. Wake me up in two weeks, and I'll yeah. you know finally start to pay attention <laughs> a little bit. So, okay. no, I, I say all that to say it would be nice to get one on you, but I can't take North Central. I'm taking Northwestern as well. I agree with what you've been saying. I still think there is room for them to get better. Now, I will say, in the first matchup between these two clubs – it says Northwestern won the game by nine because that's how the game finished. And you know what? Credit to Northwestern down the stretch for making their foul shots and making it a nine-point win. It was closer than that, Wyatt. Okay? Like, if you actually watch that game, North Central 
tied the thing up actually at 64 apiece in the fourth quarter. And when they did that at that point on a couple Miami Bain free throws, there was a buck 15 left. So Northwestern scored nine points in the final minute, okay, because they went to the free throw line. So that game was a lot closer than nine points. They cannot get into early foul trouble, though, like they did in that one in the Erickson Center. And if you're a Rams fan, that is exactly what I'm saying. If I'm Coach Zabla, her assistants, the fans who are rooting on, it, it, you know what? I'm trying to think. I don't think they have baby blue jerseys, the girls' squad. Do they? Well, I don't think they have the big, bo- mean, big horn sheep jerseys. That doesn't seem right. I don't I don't think I've seen them before. I have seen they got some newer ones that have like uh baby blue accents on them, but they're black with like cursive writing. So maybe those are the they ones they go to. They just haven't broken them out yet, maybe. Too. I mean I'm, maybe it's I'm a grand I'm absolutely reveal. fascinated by what jerseys they're gonna wear. So if 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 Rams fans can let us know what jerseys that Coach Zabla's club's gonna wear. I know I know what Becker's guys are gonna wear. So anyway, sorry to get to get sidetracked. But if you remember in this first matchup Wyatt uh, Caitlin Vanderplug picked up four fouls. Yeah, didn't play the first at all. Yeah, well, because of the technical, and then all of a sudden it was. Yeah, wasn't it all in the first four quarter? in the first quarter? Yeah, I you're was actually say, right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously, Captain Obvious over here, you cannot have her pick up four fouls again in the opening quarter. And so if I'm a Rams fan, that's what I'm saying. We're not going to get into that same type of foul trouble. Thus, we're not going to get into as big of a hole going into the second half. We're at home. We're going to turn over Northwestern. Is it a similar recipe, Wyatt, to what we talked about? And Superior wasn't able to do it as much as they would have liked to against the Eagles on uh, Friday night last week when Northwestern was on the road for the first time this season. Are they going to try to do what Superior couldn't do at the level they would like to in that they turn over Northwestern and that's the way to beat this club? is to put a bunch of pressure on them and see if they falter a little bit. Is that the recipe? Because if this is a half-court game back and forth and both teams are able to run shot clock and get into their offenses, can North Central win a game like that against Northwestern? I mean, it's not the only recipe, but it's certainly not going to hurt to do those things. I I think that would definitely benefit their chances. And, And if it doesn't go that way, I still think there's other ways North Central could win the game. That's fair. That's totally fair. And, I mean, a huge part of this game was Lexi Hagen really caught fire for Northwestern. I mean, she led the way with 29 whopping points, and a big you know, part of that was she made a bunch of free throws down the stretch, but she doesn't have to apologize for that. Five of eight from downtown, that wasn't anything late in the ball game. That was, you know, just add the cherry on top and garbage time. they got to find a way to try to slow her down. Easier said than done. It's the thing that you've talked about a lot that I've echoed as well. We saw it on full display last week in the depth of this team, Wyatt. I mean, they go 10 deep, and they are – Really, really strong. We'll see what happens with this weekend's matchup. Livy Groves wasn't, you know, at 100% and playing a whole lot last weekend, and she didn't even start Saturday's game, actually. So does that change a little bit here this weekend? Is she back? We'll wait and see. But regardless, I don't think Coach Call and his staff are worried about the depth of their squad and having enough players to go to. If Landvik's having a tough game, maybe Riley Hershey plays a little more. She was dynamite in the game against Northland last time out for Northwestern. And maybe this is the one where Megan McGow breaks out. I'm honestly waiting to see if it happens at some point, Wyatt, if we see the Robbie of old and she drops, you know, 16 points and 11 rebounds. She doesn't even necessarily have to, though. That's the thing. She's coming off the bench, but it still feels like that could come at some point. I don't know if it will. We'll wait and see. If North Central wins this ball game, I have a feeling, you know, it's going to be where Tulsa is going to be shooting the ball more. And I know I keep saying this and people are like, she doesn't have to. Shut up about it. But if she's having another good shooting performance like she did in the Erickson Center last time, but then she was on the bench for a lot of the fourth quarter, like I'm feeding her. She's the veteran. She's the one who's been around a lot. She's the leader on this club. Coach Zabla talked about how fantastic she is on the floor and off the floor for this club. Feed her. Get her six, seven-plus three-point field goal attempts, and maybe that's the recipe to beat Northwestern. Is this another game, though, Wyatt? You said they're not going to win, but is it tight, do you think, where it could be another similar scenario where North Central and Northwestern are tied up in the final couple minutes of this ball game at Clark Danielson on Saturday? I think it could absolutely I don't you know when I when I made my prediction I think Northwestern wins it a a little bit more handily than that upper single digits I don't see it being that way 
What's your prediction, though? Enough with the questions to me. I already gave mine, Ryan. I, I've gone through the gauntlet here uh, of giving my reasoning. I need you to give me your reasoning on what's going to happen. Yeah, Northwestern's going to win the ball game. I, I can't go against them at this point, and I think it is going to be close-ish, but I think Northwestern pulls away late. I think they win by six, seven, eight points. I there think North Central's got to play at or near their A level, and Northwestern's got to be at like a, a B-ish. And I, th- I think it's going to have to be they force some turnovers and so, get Northwestern out of their rhythm. So North Central, when you look in the standings, they're 5-2. and two. They're second place. So is that the case for any team Northwestern plays the rest of the year in, in order to beat them? Is that what you're saying? You mean the recipe that they have to do? What are you no, saying? No, like where Northwestern has to play a B, oh, B- minus yeah. kind of a game. Otherwise, they're going to run the table is what you're saying? I kind of feel like that's how it is right now. Would you disagree? I, I don't know if I go that far necessarily. I think they, they are okay. definitely beatable. Uh, I they, they definitely have to. A B game's not a bad game, though. Like in this scenario I'm well, saying, they don't shoot the ball. Let's say they shoot it at, you know, whatever. And numbers are so subjective. I mean, it's it's way bigger than that. But let's say, you know, they shoot it at 33, 34%. Because it hasn't always been why it's just great offensive performances all year for the Eagles. That's not what's carried them. But let's say they shoot 33, 34%, only 25 from deep, and they cough it up 23 times, and they're turning the ball over a lot like they did against Minnesota Morris in the opening weekend of the year. And you have a North Central club where Mabane and Telso get hot. They shoot 40-plus percent from downtown, and they win a close game. Like, that could happen. All those things could happen. And to me, that's them being basically at their A level and Northwestern just being a step down. That's a, that's that's a lot to think about. <laughs> there's there's a lot there that we That's just, the B to A level that I'm talking about. I mean and I think you can do a lot if you're North Central to try to will that thing into existence. And Vanderplug plays a big role. I talk about the guards. If she's on the floor, it makes it a lot tougher I can tell you for sure for Northwestern to score on North Central if she's defending on the block. Well, we'll find out soon enough how that one shapes up and what ends up uh, happening there at Downtown U. Our last one that we got to get to here, Superior at Northland. Uh, Superior, what a turn their season has taken after the great start they got off to. They're now 3-4, and four, and uh, they're on the outside looking in at the moment. Northland 1-6, and six, and they've lost five straight, so both these teams in a downward, uh, downward spiral. Which one gets back on track? That's kind of the question coming into this one. I think Superior is the team that's capable of doing that. So I think they'll go on the road here and get the win. Uh, I I think that we do start to see, again, I think Superior is better than their record shows at at three and four at this point. They got off to such a great start. They, They hit some bumps along the way. I get that. But uh, they, they, they're, they're losing to teams that uh, are, are pretty good teams, and, and they're close. I mean, they play Northwestern arguably the toughest uh, at this point in conference play. So I, I think they're better than the record shows. I don't know if I necessarily feel that way about Northland per se. And remember, when the two teams met the first time, it was 72-38. to yep. 38. I, just, I, I don't see how Northland's going to win this game, even if they are at home. So Superior's the better team. And uh, they're going to get the win. There's there's really not a whole lot more to it than that, in my opinion. Could not have said it better myself, Wyatt. So uh, I appreciate you helping me out there. I will take uh, the Jackets as well. This feels like a good get-right spot. And they're going to be especially hungry because they played a game this week as well when they fell on the road at Finlandia. So they are eager beavers heading in to chop some wood against the Lumberjills Saturday on the road. There you are again with all the sayings and the puns. I mean, you just got them locked and loaded and ready to go. Do you come up with these on the fly or, I, I mean, Pretty do you much. hear them throughout the day? I mean. I have heard no one say eager beaver today, but that's one of my okay. that's one of my favorite okay. ones. I love a good eager beaver. Okay. Oh, even just how you bring up the chopping wood too, because, you know, I mean, that's what Well, they are playing the Lumberjills. So. And they're playing the Lumberjills. I didn't even think about that. This is incredible. That's why I did all it. The, yeah. All the connections that you're, you're throwing in here. This is incredible. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's the way we see that one playing out as well. So we didn't uh, have one single game where we picked different. Boring. That's that's Boring. gonna You know how they, like, on college game day, you know, they show it on the screen and then people screenshot the results? That's going to happen. And say, oh, this can't happen now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Screenshot so. us. Hey, but they can't screenshot us. We that got that going true. for us. That's the great part about being a podcast. <laughs> There's nothing to screenshot, so there you go. They do have the audio forever, but uh, yeah, it's that's not the as downside easy. of the podcast. Hey, there's pros and cons to both. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it that way. We got to get out of here. That's our preview episode. 16 and 0. Let's week. go 16 and 0, Wyatt. What if it happened? 
Well, it, it could. We're going to throw a party for ourselves. I don't know if it's ever happened where we could go 16-0 and because I don't know if we've ever picked the same eight games and agreed on all eight before. That That's the name for, we were thinking, what's the name for this weekend? Band Together Saturday. Band you and together I banding Saturday. together. We're banding about, together. It's about Can us. we go it's perfect? Not, it's not about the teams <laughs> on the court. We were making it about us now. Okay. Well, they're, they're banding together in their own way. Yeah. I like it. See, I knew you'd come up with it eventually. So there you go. They're you banding had... together with their you, – you said it off the top, travel partners. I mean, exactly. all these teams who are playing oh. each other this weekend, they got a spot in their heart for the other squad. I mean, they're just a little tighter with you know the squad they're playing against. It's a uh, big weekend for a lot of teams. They're banding together as Ryan is saying, and we're looking forward to seeing how it goes. That'll do it for this episode of Unlike Any Other, the UMAC podcast. Again, UAO, the UMAC at gmail.com if you want to hit us up and uh, ask questions, things of that nature. Also on Twitter, Unlike Any Other, the UMAC will uh, have the links up to the podcast there. Uh, We do talk to coaches and players as well throughout the season, so if you've missed any of those, uh, you can find them all. Uh, by, again, just searching us on wherever you get your podcast, go through the list. We have a lot of great interviews from the past that we've done. We'll have more coming up in the future that we're excited about. So uh, certainly feel free to check that out. And in the meantime, get ready to enjoy another great weekend of UMAC basketball. We'll be back to recap it all next time on Unlike Any Other, the UMAC.